0: If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt. And nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls, we speak the language. Primo's.
1: visit tecovas.com that's t-e-c-o-v-a-s.com and don't go gently y'all welcome
2: back for another og show live mr randall how you doing
3: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Reel Down.
4: Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing Community. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy and oh, brother. brother. This is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the
0: Tide, your saltwater connection on the Pelican. Welcome
4: back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur. Your host, Brad. Welcome
0: back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome
4: back to Off the Water, Anthony. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Episode is brought to you by Pelican, built to protect. Eastport Marina, Del Hollow's number one destination, and Yak Gadget, American-made accessories and gear. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. A member of the Paddle and Finn Podcast. We're streaming live via Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Bring you the latest in fishing tips, gear reviews. Now, let's join John Rapp for Hutch. guys I'm here at the brownstone room here in Mount Nebo West Virginia Uh, the tractor bar and grill this is their event location I was just in here uh, talking and hanging out with Mary when she was talking to a few folks about the uh, renting the place for a wedding venue so yeah man so hey guys thanks for stopping in tuning in Mikey appreciate you hanging out see we got a couple people on twitch a uh, couple on the Paddle and Fin, and even Twitter, the live feed on Twitter is rocking. Okay, so I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me. Uh, make sure you really like, share, comment, so I can see your your name up on the, on the board there, like Michael's, and let me know that you're here, and so we can uh, talk all things kayak fishing. Chris, brother, what's going on? So, um <clears throat> This episode uh, is fly-by-night, okay? Um, I've been watching Facebook, as, as all of us do. All of us are in the feeds, and we're watching what's going on. And, uh, man, I hate it for Chad Hoover, uh, but I, I've been there for him. You know, if you guys haven't heard, make sure you go look at K, KBF page. He had a couple of kayaks and a trailer stolen, at his uh, headquarters down in Huntsville, Alabama. So, you know, go look at it, get the descriptions, and keep your eyes open. I I had that situation happen to me back in 2017. Kayaks were stolen right out of the back of my truck. Um, in between, you know, and I have Feel Free kayaks, you know. So we all know they're not the the high end boats, um, but they took my Feel Free lure. And they took best little mokin' 10 light, left my camping gear, they, they took those, and then right beside my stuff was a big, or was a, um, Steve Gunner, my buddy from Winfield, had his Jackson Big Rig uh, decked out, and then there were a couple of new canoes decked out. I mean, big bass boats all around me, but. Where I was boxed in, I guess they they felt they could get in there and they could sneak around, grab stuff, and get out. Um, But, yeah, so Chad Hoover, feel for you, buddy, and I hope uh, something happens there, and then get your stuff back. Also, um, I was just talking to my good buddy, Jerry Spradley. I'm going to throw up a scene here for you guys to look at. If anybody's in the market, he is selling uh, a couple of Dorados decked out. He's got a... He's uh, upgrading to a newer uh, platform, newer Dorado, which you can see over here on his page. It's Jerry Spradling. Um, what all comes with, uh, one boat is fully rigged out, and then uh, the other boat is, I guess, used for, you can use for parts. So, but, you know, you're looking at a $2,500 kayak here. So, Jerry Spradling, take a look at that if you get time, and uh, jump over there, and make him an offer, so, yeah, so, man, yeah, checklists, you know, I've been seeing everybody putting down stuff on their checklist, uh, guys talking about buying good locks for their kayaks, and uh, I had an episode that I did earlier this year, where, before I went on my road trip with Ryan Schiller and all the other guys, we you know, we did a road trip to Florida, went to iCast, and we met at Jay Randall's place, and then we went from him, his house to Jimmy Skinner's. And uh, so you know, we were doing a lot of traveling. So I, I ended up buying uh, a couple of really nice locks. And what was cool about the that they were bicycle locks, okay? But the the one bicycle uh, lock. is sort of like a cable lock that you would use for like a tree stand or, or other stuff, but it was uh, Bluetooth activated. So you had, you you would put it on your boat, you know, you would connect it, and you would hear it lock via a locking mechanism. And to open it up, you had to use your Bluetooth app to open it up. And if somebody cut that cable, it was alarmed. It had a, a one of those high-pitched Alarms on it so if the cable was cut, it would set off that alarm. So it was pretty cool, pretty sweet. I used a couple of those. So if you're looking for something relatively cheap, that would be an avenue to go. Is uh, look, look at go to Walmart, go to Amazon. I think those things were like 49 bucks a piece. I use them at the house uh, because I have four boats, I have three of them in the garage, and I got one outside underneath my carport, so the one under the carport's got several locks locked up to it, um, so plus I got cameras. Uh, old, old trooper, old law enforcement, I, I do everything I can to make sure I, my stuff's protected. Anyway, um, I want to hear from you guys. Um, my situation is about to change and I'm sitting here thinking I need to start making some budgetary uh, items, some changes, you know. Fishing gear is not cheap, and we need to do our best to take care of it, and not only take care of it, but keep it in good working order. And when you replace it, you want to get something of. Do you want to you want to spend money on something that only lasts a season, or do you want to spend the money on something that's quality that could last you five to ten years? So, um, I know my situation is about to change, where I'm retired and I have a full-time job, uh, I, I believe here in the near future, I'm going to uh, turn in my resignation and be a full-time retiree. So that means that's a cut of income probably by two-fifths. You know, we're, I'm talking uh, a cut of a yearly income of 45, $50,000 a year. So that means I'm going to have to sit down and make decisions on what I plan on doing for tournament season. Now we've all seen the different tournaments that have popped up. We say Tyler Bean, thanks for jumping on brother. Um, But, uh, what, you know, when we have these, these, these tournaments that we're wanting to do, you know, we all seen the, the trails have come out with their locations and I know I'd like to go, uh, I want to go to Santa Cooper. Paddle and Finn is having their big open um, April 22nd, 23rd that week at Delhalla, Tennessee, at Del, uh, these at, at Fort Marinas. So make sure you go look that up. If you have not been to that event, I'm telling you, it's, it is an absolute great time. I'm, I, so I, I'm already going to book myself a week to go there. Uh, that's after I plan on, be, hopefully. If, if the economy allows me and, and my pocketbook will allow me, I'm gonna turn in my resignation and I'm gonna go spend a week down there. So, um, if you were watching last week, we were talking about that, had Romel on here from Newport Vessels, and that NK300 is screaming my name. I've got the 180, so do I break down and spend two grand? Try to sell my one hundred and eighty. We're gonna keep the one hundred and eighty, and go ahead and get upgrade my lithium battery to a good battery to run that baby. Now I'm telling you, I love that that uh, system. As matter of fact, I, I got a video I'm gonna share here with with you guys, um, where I rigged up a couple of kayaks. I'm only gonna show the one which is Big Fish, one hundred and three, how I rigged it up to use the uh, the the NK one hundred and eighty, and you know it, it got up to about three eight three nine miles an hour at some point it was pushing it at four miles there but after going to Lake Erie um, with some friends I want to put the X i3 on that big fish so I can spot lock that baby and do some bed fishing because Buddy Vance, a well-renowned kayak angler in the West Virginia area absolutely went up there and put on a clinic. Catching big fish, um, he was averaging 18, 19 inch smallmouth, all in the three plus pound range. Had a couple near five pounds. And I think his biggest fish was almost 22 inches. Um, but he had boats following him around. He had a Hobie set up with the XI3. Um, he even he he the guy has eagle eyes, had great glasses. He he cruise around. He'd find a fish, and they were moving in for uh, that area that we were fishing in, in May. And I'm telling you, uh, that's the one thing that I, I'm not going to miss this year is I, I've got a little camper. Um, I've already looked at some campgrounds up there. I, I'm going to pull that baby up there and spend two weeks if I'm lucky. So checklist number two, campground fees, food, uh, making sure that I have the Enough battery power to be able to do what I need to do. Um, With the XI three, I've got two 60h amp batteries, and that's a 12 volt system, so that will be good. But if I don't have that set up, then I got to plan for using the uh, NK180, which will use both of my batteries for the 24 volt system. So I want to hear what you guys think. Um, How do you? How do y'all fish when you're doing your bed fishing? how do you set up do you do you just use your regular motors do you paddle do you have stakeout poles anchor systems i'm really really curious on what you do to get yourself stationary to where you can work a bed um, i i didn't do too bad up there uh, but i wasn't very stationary so i had to find a fish try to work it a couple times before the waves moved me out and then cast back beyond it and hopefully drag across the bed I averaged between 15 and, and 18 fish a day and uh, I did catch a, a pretty good monster um, which um, I did uh, do a lot of video on the rusty hook guy fishing page live using my, my hot spot like I'm doing right here at the, at the tractor bar uh, but yeah so um, we'll take a quick break and then um I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna show you that video of the setup that I have with my big fish. And, and, and it, it's a really good kayak. It's a really set up well. I'm really happy with it because I am not a little guy. And uh now that I've got that boat set up for his coming up here, I've got the swivel seat. David Lowry, brother, thanks for watching. Who we got there? Tyler? Tyler, all right, man. Thank you, brother. Um I took my glasses off. I can't see my Who's popping up on my screen. XI, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I I really, I I mean, after what Buddy did with that XI-3, I'm really looking at that. So that's that's on one of my lists um, to buy, and, you know, one of the guys that sponsors my show, if you're a new canoe guy, you all really know him really well from his battle with Romeo at ICAST, which he's been on the shows several times. It's Fletch Griffin down at Westbrook Supply, Uh, a really good friend of mine, and I've really thought about, a matter of fact, I was on the, uh, the, the, field, the Three Waters page today and somebody was talking about uh, wanting a mount, a front mount for the big fish. And uh, I've talked to Fletch, and I think I'm going to have to make a trip here from West Virginia down to Atlanta and take that book down there and let him play with it. The dude can absolutely kill the, the builds. Uh, but uh, that, that, that's the one thing I, I'm looking at, Tyler. I, I really, if I break down and spend that money, on that, then I got to spend that extra money to make sure it's set up right. Um, I don't want uh, when I go somewhere because I plan on going for two, three weeks at a time, uh, or not, or uh, you know, four or five days at a time, week at a time. Here this next year, I, I want my equipment to not fail me. So that goes back to what we were talking about when we do our checklist Do we spend money once and buy quality? Or do you go ahead and get cheap and, and, and get in excess? Um, that's my dilemma. I I'm used to the quality stuff. I and I pretty much will stay that way. Good thing about having this second job all these these past several years, I've been able to build up my my toys. So when you know I do hang up the hang up the gun belt, then um, I'll be all right. I have everything I need. So uh, let's take that quick break, and then um, we'll go to that
2: video. Fishing Like a Local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations
0: and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing Like a Local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it, too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
4: Ace Resort, West Virginia's number one destination for whitewater, hiking, ziplining, and more check out ashraft.com. Westbrook Supply Company, Georgia's number one go-to kayak fishing supply store. Gear, accessories, and custom rigging. Look them up, westbrooksupplyco.com. Yak Gadget, proudly supplying you with American-made products and gear. Check out yakgadget.com. Feel free kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power, there's something for everyone check out feelfreeus.com. Payne Outdoors is a custom plastic maker, design consultant, product reviewer, and outdoor writer. Check out more at payneoutdoors.com. All right, guys, we're back. We're here at the Tractor Bar and Grill. Got me a Coke. Spiked. And I'm sitting here talking kayak fishing. Appreciate the the several people. We've got somebody over at Twitch. I got several on the pat on fin page, and I got a few people now over at Twitter watching this live. Now that Elon Musk has given us the opportunity to to do some stuff live video, there appreciate that, Elon. You're the man, buddy. So um, I'm gonna pop up this video, and guys, a really cool feature about that I have now using Prism Live Studio is that I can stop my feeds and I can draw on them. And as, I was practicing on that there a little bit ago, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and pop that up. Let y'all see if it'll run, and then we'll go. I'll show you the, what I've done. So look at this right here. What I did. Um, I had a starboard on the back of this, and what I did is I changed it, and I, I bought some of these metal brackets from Tractor Supply and I put them together there's a bolt there you can see one here and then right here on the handle I got a couple of I got those U-bolts some rubber gaskets to hold it nice and firm um, so when I was doing my tests with that um, it actually ran pretty well but a- afterwards you'll see the second test um, But This is Summersville Lake. Uh, the Hello, guys. Rant. It's John Rapp down yeah, there. I'll go over my big fish 103, Hi, real quick with you. Got my stickers on it for my motor. I've got a Rantz touch touchscreen seven set up up front. Right in front of it is my control. I was to pause it there, and I'm going to show you now. I have my my mount here from my my throttle. For the Big Fish series, it has an 8-ball steering right here on the left that operates your rudder. goes back and forth. And then, of course, you can see I have my fish finder here. Um, Found that to be too much because I fish off this side of the boat mostly, and I was getting caught up on that stuff right here. So I ended up moving that over next to my iPhone, and I got a a Yak Gadget bar that actually elevates and runs from plate to plate, and I I got it sitting on it now. I'll let you see what else I got rigged up here. I got a kayak cushion and uh, controller for my stuff. Newport NK180. On the other side, I've got a Yak gadget phone holder with my iPhone 10 used to do my video on the water. I've got a kayak cushion. Of course, in the middle there, I have my pedal drive. Got my guide gear, blow up vest. I got a cooler in the back. Got a couple amp 60h tethered, sitting on my yak gear, c tug, and then on the back I have the NK 180. So, t- other thing I upgraded after I, after this video, uh, the yak gear. Um, is a good little system when you have this type of materials what's up andy thanks for watching brother um but I, I took this this starboard plate off as you saw from the beginning of the video but i i got the wilderness cart system after going up to uh, lake erie with all that sand these things just this heavy boat they just wanted to dig down in and not roll the wilderness cart really worked a lot better so but uh Hey, make sure you stick around because I got to, I got some good uh, fish action about to go uh, live here in just a minute. Time to go out and give her a run. See how she does down here at Muddlety Valley. All right, let me get her straightened up. Twenty percent. 36 and 37. So I repositioned my motor a little bit, and my top speed, as you can see, fluctuates from 3.9 to 4.0 miles an hour in this Big Fish 103. Really, I guess it depends on how the how the water's running. If I got a boat pushing me too, 3.9 is probably the best I'm gonna get because of the style of this hole. See, I'm running 100%. And I got a lot of slop. But it'll serve my purpose. I cast it back along that hey, edge of the bank here in that oh, brush, yeah. Come on, on an ed rig. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, surprised me, honey. Let's get here, putting that big fish 103 to work, catching some big fish. Yeah, old Big Daddy just got him a Summersville. Heck, it looks like it might be a spot. No, it's a largemouth. Nice old largemouth right here. Back here. Testing out the big fish 103. Yeah, baby. She she's about, oh, I have to measure her and take a look. That wasn't the biggest fish in, in the lake. Um, And I caught a few b- bigger ones there. But that big old girl, uh, she was right around 14 and a half, 15 inches, if I remember correctly. Uh, put up one heck of a nice fight. And uh, as you saw, I mean, it, 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 it drove across that brush. Um, I threw a uh, Ned rig back in there. Uh, it's only about four and a half feet of water along the edge back there, and there's a bunch of garbage and stumps from the lake. Summersville Lake is one of those uh, Corps of Engineer lakes. that crawls down and comes up, and so it... it, it Disposes and leaves a lot of garbage back into coves, and when the water comes up, uh, when they bring it up to summer pool, which is right around May first, middle of April, um, you know, that, that, of course that's right around spawn, and you get a lot of uh, the, the fish back in there hanging out, feeding, and spawning, and things like that. So yeah, so that's that's was pretty good night, uh, good day. Uh, did a little testing with that boat, and you could see uh, I got some things I need to do. To, uh, for 2023, they utilize that, that platform. So I'm definitely looking at the XI-3 on the front. But if not, I just got to keep working on what I have. try to figure out my best way to use that kayak up at Lake Erie when I go up in May. So yeah, hey, um, we'll switch gears now. We've been live now for about 30 minutes. Got a few more, about 15, 20 more minutes to go. And I, I like to uh, tr- do what I call the Angular profiles. And I've got a buddy of mine here in West Virginia. And, uh, he's done pretty well on the KBF tournament scene. Um, and he's also a good friend of mine. I uh, lean on him for information on, uh, on occasion. I'm gonna do a, I going to did a profile with him. I got another one that I didn't get edited in time for tonight's show. But we'll just run his real quick. And then uh, maybe we'll dial up somebody and, and do a live interview.
3: Favorite fishery. Uh, My favorite fisheries here in West Virginia are Stonewall Jackson Lake and Burnsville Lake. Uh, Seem to do pretty well on both of those. Uh, Favorite lake overall though, has been Lake Murray down in South Carolina. That's been really good to me as far as the the tournament scene goes. Favorite fishing technique. That would be really anything power fishing. I think that the crankbaits seem to be what's been really good to me as well and and what I tend to start fishing with, but really anything power fishing, anything moving, anything real aggressive, um, I really don't like slowing down all that much. Fun Fishing with someone, Uh, the people that I really love fun fishing with is Storm and Phil. And of course, bunnies along with that a lot, and now Sierra. So those those are the people that I really enjoy fun fishing with. <music> Least favorite uh, technique would be dead sticking, uh, just leaving, leave, throwing it out there, and just leaving it set. Uh, really drives me crazy. Um, you know, coming from a cat uh, catfish perspective, that that may seem a little strange, but. And I like, I like moving, I like my power fishing. Where I admire the most, oh, it's really tough on the pro side of things. When you look at, um, uh, outspoken Christians like Ott Defoe, Evan Evers, um, of course the late Aaron Martins, uh, those are, those are all guys that I look up a lot to, um, for, for using their platform. Uh, as fishermen to, to make people's lives better. And on the kayak side, I'd have to say Matt Ball. I really want to spend some time with him and learn some things from him and and see how um how that would go. So Matt Ball would be the the pro kayak side that I would like to 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 learn from.
4: All right. Appreciate uh Rick jumping on and doing that with me. So, if you guys want to join or do an angler profile, um, please send me a message. I would love to be able to interview you, get some video, and, and post some video of you guys live uh, or uh, recorded. Uh, but I would love to, love to include other folks outside of this region. So, um, I think I, I see that uh, a couple of buddies of mine might be online. And uh, I might give them a buzz, see if we can get them to answer. Um.
1: In every pair of Kovas boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that will draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods.
4: trying to ring up a buddy of mine down in Virginia to see if he'll answer. Most of the time when people answer these, they, they think maybe I'm butt down them. So, I, I like to call this part of the uh, show called Crank Call. Okay, it looks like he might not answer. Alright, so let's try another... So, twenty twenty three. Where are you folks gonna be fishing at? Want to hear from you. You gonna be doing some local club work? Or are you going to fish some uh, regional tournaments? Love to love to hear what you th- think. You what, what you got planned? Hey, buddy. Hey man, you're you're live, raw, and unfiltered on the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Let's see? Oh, am I? Yeah, man. I ain't got no video of you video of you right now, but I'm sure it'll pop up here in a second. I, I know, I know you're out in the middle of God's country in Indiana. Yep,
0: yep. I'm actually just sitting on my couch with my wife right now, watching reruns of. Uh... What is it, Tool Man? <laughs> Last man standing. <laughs> Outstanding.
4: Well, hey, well, well, I got you on the on the on the line, Jim. I want to ask you a couple of questions here. I am doing a, an angler profile series, um, and I'm going to profile you if you're all right with that. Ask you about seven questions, and you just answer them for me real quick.
0: Okay, I'll hey, do my best.
4: Hey, you're the man. Hey, so tell me, when when did you learn to fish?
0: Oh man, I. I don't know if I still know how to fish all that well, but my...
4: <laughs> uh, that ain't true.
0: <laughs> but my grandpa started taking me whenever I was a little boy. We'd go down to the river and we'd sit on the bank and we'd start fishing there. My dad was a big outdoorsman, and we, you know, he took me around fishing, ice fishing, walleye fishing, and we started going up to Michigan uh, salmon fishing at an early age. Going up there back when it was legal to. To snag the salmon when they oh, yeah. whenever they came up in the river, yeah. Um, I didn't start bass fishing until I uh, saw this guy named Big Bass Tony fishing out of a kayak. Whenever I was uh, just first getting into kayak fishing, and I thought, well, shoot, I'll give that I'll give that a try. And uh, I don't know, that was around. I got in the kayak scene around 2018, I think. Is that what it was?
4: Yep, I think so. Well, I know you've, you've been, you're, you're a big name in the scene because you've helped run clubs and tournaments and been judging and been on the, uh, the kayak fishing rules committee. And I mean, you, you're you definitely well respected in the industry, my friend. Well, I
0: appreciate that. Yeah, we, we got a little club up here in Indiana. We started um, about four years ago. I think we're getting ready to start our fourth year um called grassroots bash yak and it's quite a bit different than uh most of the clubs um you know we're kind of looking to build the sport in the state um our platform runs over five days we we, Dwayne, has our tournament set up so that the anglers pick what day they want to fish out of those five days and it's all on one leaderboard um you know, they're fairly cheap tournaments, $35 to enter the tournament. And um, also, they're a little bit different because we run a whole series on one body of water. We got, oh, I don't know how um, how many. We, we got 11 or 12 series going on this year. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're scattered all, all across the state of Indiana. I think we have three or two trail series, two... Um, I, I'm gonna mess this all up. I've been kind of out of loop. I've been let Cole Ritter and Ryan Reedy kind of head up the club here nice. lately.
2: That's good.
4: That's good. Uh, Grow the yeah. sport. Grow the sport, man. Oh
0: yeah. Yep. Yep. So,
4: so, so um, who would you, I, I, who would you want to go fishing with for a fun day of fishing?
0: Oh. Out of anybody live How, or dead, or just yeah,
4: uh, however, you would if you had your choice to go somewhere and fun with fish with somebody, who would you want to go with?
0: Oh, I'd probably go with my grandpa again, man, because I know he'd invite my dad also, so it'd just be, uh, you know, it'd just be all of us hanging out again, like it was whenever I was a boy. But, um, out of, out of everybody, you know, if, if I pick somebody to go fishing with right now, today, um i don't know probably my buddy um sean boggs i have a i have a really good time fishing with old sean i don't know if you know sean boggs or not but he's a he's a good dude man so is we that, always
4: is that who i always see you uh trout fishing with
0: no that's um that's my other i, I was just trying to pick somebody in the kayak <laughs> community whatever I, yeah. so whenever, whenever yeah. I go salmon fishing with that's what the uh, that's with a, some guys I ran around with whenever I was in high school. They're, they're awesome, uh, real good dudes. Um, they're not into kayak fishing, but, yeah, we have a good time up there in Michigan every October going up there chasing after those salmon.
4: i tell you why. You always have some great video and some huge fish photos to look at.
0: Oh, yeah. We had a good time this year for sure.
4: Hey, wh- um, so what is your favorite fishery, favorite lake or river?
0: Oh, man, I... I don't know. I just kind of enjoy, you know. I I really like fishing for the smallmouth and the moving water. So you know, there's a little creek here in Indiana called Sugar Creek. I, I've just kind of always enjoyed that. It's 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 a, kind of a really small river, I guess. I mean, a big creek. Um, it's a trophy stream. The the minimum size for a keeper in this is 20 inches which is pretty big for a small Ooh. mouth up here in
4: a creek you know? but, i, I yeah, need so to go to so that, that location like a,
0: yeah it's a trophy <laughs> stream so i enjoy fishing that but i don't know i i like going to the little remote places um that's hard to get to also and you know fish for the large mouth um i've got this eye track now and weighs 28 pounds i tell you what i've I've fallen in love with how light that thing is and how maneuverable it is. It's awesome on moving water, um, and it's easy to move around and stuff. You know, I mean, you know, twenty eight pounds. I'm getting kind of older, so yeah. I really appreciate that twenty eight pounds.
4: You know, I, I know what you're saying there, my friend. Hey, yeah. so what is your favorite fishing technique?
0: Oh man, I love to. You know that jig. That jig bite is pretty, pretty. Up to pass up you know um you know you don't know, really know what size of fish you're getting because it kind of they kind of bite at the same you know it may be a little dink i've i've said i've set the hook on them little ones and slung them all the way out of the water across the, <laughs> yeah. across the kayak before but i don't know that jig bite because you usually get you know a bigger quality fish with the jig bite right um, and uh you know i just kind of like that
4: what is your, uh, if, 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 well, let me back up here. Guys, we're talking to Jim Strunk from Indiana. He's live, raw and unfiltered, um, answering a few questions for our angler profile series. So we've answered that. We did fishing. Hey, uh, what anglers do you admire the most? Choose one pro and one kayaking. You know,
0: yeah. I, I really like oh, uh, um, Gerald Swindle, just because of his, uh, he you know he, he loves his wife to death, so I can relate to that, and uh, you know he's got a good sense of humor, um, you know he's just a good old boy. I, I like him, and then, um, not to say I don't like the other ones, but he's probably my favorite. Right, right. And, and uh, you know what was the other one? Just somebody. So, so yeah, person? somebody,
4: somebody in the kayak fishing world that you that you uh look up to or admire.
0: Oh, um, shoot. I don't, I don't know. I like it. I just like, I like the whole community, you know, it's kind of hard to narrow it down just to one person, you know? Um, I like, I like Josh Stewart, that guy, he's a, he's a good dude. I mean, I like Chris Christian Fisher. I like, like, uh, you know, Jay Wallen. Jay Wallen is a heck of a good dude. He is. Uh, Yeah, he really is. I really like that guy um smitty's a good dude I there's just too many man i just like everybody you know i pretty much just like everybody
4: well you're you're telling your age in the kayak fishing community here <laughs> when, you're, when yeah. you're starting to talk about some of those older names i tell you oh oh and yeah what is your least favorite fishing technique
0: my least favorite is yes. probably fishing that dang ned rig i don't i don't know <laughs> I mean, I I started fishing that on a bait caster this year.
4: That's difficult. I
0: Got tired of getting beat by her by fishing it, you know, and uh, it's not so bad fishing it with a with a um, casting setup. You know, it's I can I seem to be able to control it a lot better and cast it, and I don't know, I enjoy fishing it on a casting outfit instead of a spinning outfit. So, but that's probably my least, just because. I don't know, it's just I mean it's it's gotta be pretty dang tough before you before I start fishing a Ned. So I've I've struggled all day before <laughs> I got to that, you know.
4: Heck, that's 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 my first thing I throw. I, yeah, yeah, well,
0: I'd probably do a lot better if I started out with it, you know.
4: <laughs> no, nah, no worries. And the last question, brother, and I'll let you get back. You and the wife can watch your, your show. Um yeah. is what do you consider your greatest accomplishment in fishing?
0: my greatest accomplishment in fishing. I tell you what, um, this little thing we got going with grassroots bass yak and probably my greatest accomplishment. I mean, you, you're probably looking for a single tournament win or whatever, but no, I no. you know. There's yeah, a bunch yeah. of us that's mm-hmm. really just poured our heart and heart. And we put a lot of time. It's a labor of love. I mean, there's absolutely no profit. i am probably about three grand in the hole getting this thing going, but, right. um, it's just, uh, getting this going and just how it's taken off you know we went from the smallest kayak club in the state of indiana four years ago to last year we well two years ago actually we became the largest kayak club and then last year we had the largest um single day tournament um well not single day but the largest tournament in the state of indiana for this uh kayak club so we went from you know nothing and then four years we became the largest so that's and it, it's not me it's just you know just this whole group of guys that you know that we have that's you know just pouring their heart and soul into this um there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes on every single day yeah you know a lot of communication a lot of it's just buddy chit chat here and there but you know whenever something serious comes up you know we we everybody gets involved it's it just all works out you know the way we're doing it you know there's really everybody has a vote and you know it's uh we all express our opinion talk things out and come to a conclusion that's best for the club and it's it's worked out pretty good
4: sounds good buddy well i appreciate you uh jumping online and talking with us nothing but love for you you still got your wood shop you're still making uh some nice wood trophies and stuff like you've made for me here in the past?
0: Uh I'm doing a lot of Christmas ornaments
4: good, um, right good.
0: now. So that's that's what I'm kind of concentrating on. Well, I'm not really I'm doing that whenever I'm sitting here on the couch, you know, a little bit <laughs> so, just tinkering around. But <laughs>
4: I hear you, buddy. Well, you gotta yeah. enjoy enjoy your retirement. Nothing but love for you. You and the wife, y'all have a Merry Christmas and happy new year.
0: Yeah, great, great to hear from you, man. Take care of yourself. Yep, you too. Bye bye.
4: All right, so we're back. That was Jim Strunk. Really cool that he jumped on there with me. Uh, We got time for maybe one more. Let me see who I can maybe get up online here. You know what, I'm gonna call this gentleman here. Let's see, it's 7 p.m. here, so his time might be about five o'clock. Let's see if we can surprise him. I think he's out in Idaho or somewhere out that way. See if he'll answer. This guy used to be a huge on the the salt fishing. Back in the day, he spent a lot of time on the coast smashing the yinglings and all them other fish over there. Uh, Come on, big guy. I think he moved to Idaho or somewhere like that. Out in the middle of God's country. I don't think he's going to answer. So we'll, we'll, we'll hang up there and we'll go try one more here. Alright, let's go to the top of the screen and see who's up. Uh, Stocking stuffers, guys. That's the episode I'm going to work on next week, and if I'm lucky, I may have a couple people with me to um, uh, t- talk about what we want in our stockings. Let's see if I can get the... Well, he, he might not. Jerry uh, Price. Mark Edwards. let me see if he'll answer. He might be watching the show. Heck, he might be at work. Yo! Hey! Alright! Hey man! Uh, can you hear me okay?
5: Yeah, I'm driving down the road here.
4: Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Guys, we got uh, Mark Edwards on the line. Hey Mark, I want to ask you seven questions, my brother. Alright. Okay, uh, when did you learn to fish?
5: I don't remember. I was really young, and I grew up beside uh, my grandparents had a pond, so I'd, I'd say, you know, Dad, Mom, and Dad taking me down to the pond
4: with some uncles, you know, fishing at the pond. So, no, so knowing you, you you probably learned how to fish before you learned how to walk.
5: <laughs> I don't remember. It's been <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs>
4: hey, hey, Mark, what do you um, what is your favorite fishery? oh man
5: i've been fortunate enough to fish a lot of good fisheries i mean i, I don't have a favorite um but um i got the fish in new york once at uh lake george and i gotta say there's more fish up north i mean i i, I didn't finish grading in the tournament but i caught so many fish it was just unreal i think off one dock i might have caught 20 bass keepers oh wow yeah it was insane i caught 30 some fish by 10 o'clock keepers,
4: hey guys if y'all 30. are just joining i got the infamous mark edwards uh online here we're doing an angler profile series with him i caught him driving and he he jumped off the side of the road we've already got two, two questions down five to go so he he told us when he learned to fish he told us his favorite location. Mark, what is your favorite technique? The one that the fish bites.
5: <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> have a favorite, honestly. I really don't. Um, I guess uh, um, a spinnerbait. That's, That's probably one of my first Just say a spinnerbait.
4: I, I believe that. I do believe but,
5: that. But I don't care. I don't care if they'll hit top, bottom, don't matter. Whatever, Whatever they bite.
4: Okay, um, what anglers do you admire the most? You can choose one pro, and if you don't care, also throw up one kayak angler. Uh,
5: one professional would have been Aaron Martins, just because he's he was so versatile, and uh, he's kind of squirrel brain. I think I'm a little bit squirrel-brained, so I think me and him were kind of similar in that area. And the kayak angler is Jody Queen. Yep. Jody just so, so well-spoken on and off, you know, the water and, and, and a good friend. I mean, if you need any help or anything, I, I had him one time years ago. I had a rudder cable break, and he was over at the boat ramp helping me, and, I, and without his help, I'd have never got that rudder cable in there. So, yeah, Jody for sure. What would you consider your least favorite fishing
4: technique?
5: well um there's there's two that i haven't done had much success with as a as a um, or like a rattle trap bait you know i've just personally not had that much luck with it or like punching grass i've not had to well there's not much grass around me so we don't do no punching and stuff so right. something i'm not familiar with so
4: okay last two questions my friend and then you can get home and get some dinner um who would you want to go fishing with for a fun day of fishing?
5: A fun day of fishing, it would have been Aaron Martins. Yeah, for sure, Aaron. Gotcha. So he, he yeah.
4: if I'm if I'm remembering correct, he just passed away with cancer a few years ago, right? Or
5: a yeah, few actually, months ago. Uh, one year to yesterday, maybe okay. one year. Okay,
4: yeah. more than, seemed like a year. <laughs>
5: If you ever kept up with him, dude, he still fished a tour with, I mean, dude, it was unreal. Like they actually, I think a tournament or two, the boat boat driver or the, you know, where they have officials actually drove him to the spots to fish. And he still was competitive, that was what's great. Yeah, the dude is unreal. All right, brother, and the last question, and I'm really,
4: really interested in, your answer here because you have so many choices and that is what do you consider your greatest accomplishment in fishing?
0: Uh,
5: My greatest accomplishment is just being able to be healthy, just being healthy and being able to do what I really like doing, you know, competitive fishing. I mean, I don't have one great accomplishment, I don't think.
4: Well, I, mean, I, I I can think of several high listed accomplishments. You know, your first ever Bass uh, Nation event, you finished second. Um, you're on the stage.
5: Uh, um, and- I mean, that's definitely I guess the highest. I mean, walking across the classic stage that first year was was uh, yeah. I mean, you can't get much higher than that. No, but-
4: I mean, you guys are groundbreakers. You you guys were the first ones to walk across that stage in our in our sport. So I mean, it, it's
5: pretty awesome. It was, it was super awesome, and and little things behind the scenes. I mean, so like I got to ride with John Cox and Ray Hanselman back to my vehicle because we all parked in in the same area. So you actually they ride you back from the stage to you know your vehicle, which was I was stuck in traffic with them guys for thirty minutes listening to them how they talked or how they fished the first day, you know, they couldn't, they didn't give each other information. They just kind of like how much weight you have stuff. It was so neat to be there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was really, really awesome.
4: Hey brother, I, I really appreciate you taking a few moments to answer that phone call and uh, jumping on here and giving us a, your uh, information on our Angler profile series.
5: Hey, thank you, John. And Merry Christmas.
4: Merry Christmas to you, my friend, and look forward to catching up with you here in the new year and uh, sharing some laughs and some time on the water.
5: Yeah, well, hopefully we have a—well, uh, it's raining right now. Hopefully we have a little drier season next
4: year. <laughs> the Greg Kepfner curse, you never know. Yeah,
5: yeah. Greg must have uh, uh, knew he was going to call and it rained today or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, man, Merry Christmas to you and the family, and God bless you. Be safe.
5: All right, you too, John.
4: So that was our good friend Mark Edwards. Uh, caught him on the road and he stopped chatting with the certain event. So, appreciate you guys uh sticking around and watching with us. We got a couple. Oh, I still I'm loving the fact that Twitter is alive and well with our 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 live feeds now. Elon Musk is making it uh capable for us to, to do a live feed there now, so that's pretty cool. Um, appreciate you guys jumping on there. I see, uh, I see I had a couple comments. Anyway, but um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it was short, quick, and um, just wanted to put some stuff out there. Again, next week, I hope to get a, a guy or two out here to share with us. And, and if, you, if you don't mind, go to my Facebook page or Rusty, Foot, Rusty Hook kayak fishing page send me a message and let me know what you would buy your fisherman for his stocking, you know, fishing line, a jig, plopper plopper, you know, what what would you put in your fisherman's stocking or your own stocking since most of us act as Santa for ourselves a lot of the times anyway, anyway, but uh, appreciate you guys jumping with me here. We're live right here on the Paddle and Fin podcast page tonight. It's Takeover Tuesday for the Rusty Hook, um, but you can still find stuff over the Rusty Hook. Guys, if you missed this live stream, we do upload our uh, broadcast to uh, Anchor FM so you can listen to it on the road. Anyway, I'm going to sign off here. Uh, Nothing but love for everybody. See you next Tuesday for the last episode of the year, and it's our, our Christmas special regarding stockings and what we uh, hope that we can give away or we can receive. Anyway, be blessed, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Join us every Tuesday night as guests chat about their experiences, picking up a few tips, tricks, and some on-the-water techniques, new gear releases, and product reviews always wall and unfiltered straight talk streaming via the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Facebook page, YouTube channel at Camo Ninja WV and at Twitch TV WV Rack. Go subscribe and follow us on all our social media. If you miss this live stream or are traveling, use your favorite podcast platform for our audio playback on Apple Podcasts, Anchor,
2: Spotify and more pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8:30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting,
1: Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.